Hey. What's up? Nothing much. Welcome back to another episode. Of you, I do. I'm Ashley. And I'm Tania. And you're listening to the podcast that is going to do way better than what we have been doing for our Black lesbian sisters that are also fiancés and brides and wifeys. Our guest that is on our show today was actually recommended to us by one of our listeners. Yeah, I remember seeing the email. She has been following us for a good little minute. And she was like, look, I love y'all. This was a great podcast to listen to as I was planning my wedding. I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I did not feel as seen as I could have been. And she's right. I couldn't do anything when I saw that email, but be like, this is exactly the truth. Basically, representation within the wedding space is small. For Black people, even more so. For Black lesbians, even more so. So she just wanted to hear folks, some bride stories, some couples that were like her and hers. And so, not to say we haven't tried in the past. We have had, we've had some guests scheduled to come on and then they didn't come on. We've had gay vendors come on, but she was right. We hadn't discussed gay relationships, gay weddings. Danielle, thank you for holding us accountable, for calling us out. Because of you, we did reach out to Ty. We had a great conversation with Ty. We know this is not the start and stop there's still so much more that we have to do but also we're all learning Ugh, i hate that phrase because you know folks was listening and learning last year i don't i don't want to sound like a cliche we're not changing our logo to a rainbow just in june we want to show up for everybody all the time not just one month not just one week not just one day and not just one episode but saying that to say you're gonna enjoy this episode with ty and she'll be back because we're going to bring it back. So enjoy. So when did weddings start costing more than a Prius, y'all? And how do you cut wedding costs without it looking like a sad little graduation party? Well, you can automatically cut your floral budget by over 50% by DIYing your wedding flowers with Flower Moxie. Flower Moxie is a DIY flower company that ships all over the U.S. They sell gorgeous wholesale flowers that you can build yourself in only a couple of days before your wedding. We're talking about bouquets, flower arches, centerpieces. They got a tutorial for everything, okay? So I know you're thinking, whoa, isn't that super stressful and hard? Well, Flower Moxie was founded by an actual wedding florist. So the tricky parts like quantities, color palettes, and floor recipes are all figured out for you. They have over 40 collections to choose from. It's kind of like Blue Apron, but for flowers. Also, they have such a fun, inclusive brand. And their website literally says things like, we won't leave you with your boobs flapping in the wind. I mean... How can you not want to exchange BFF necklaces instantly? So if you want to cut your flower budget in half, double your bragging rights, 
and create the absolute best wedding memories by building your bouquets with your bridesmaids? Order your DIY flowers from Flower Moxie by going to flowermoxie.com slash do. And you get free shipping when you spend $500 or more. You also get access to their DIY masterclass and customer-only tutorials. Fancy. All right, and we have a guest with us today, a guest that actually has been requested from some of our followers. Guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, y'all. So this is Ty, Tyson Trill, by the way, um, owner of Bride Navy. Hope you guys are doing great today. Yes, we're so glad to have you here. It's a Wednesday, but we made it through half the week. Exactly. (laughs) We're almost there. The fact that we're like almost halfway through this year is ridiculous. But anyway, so Ty, (laughs) where are you from? I am a Georgia peach, Georgia grown. And I tell people all the time there's a difference from Atlanta in Georgia. I'm yes, originally ma'am. from Statesboro, Georgia. This okay. Okay, Georgia Statesboro. Southern. Okay, Georgia Southern. Okay. Uh, right. <laughs> 45 minutes away from Savannah. That's what I tell people all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, Georgia Peach. Okay. Now, I went to Armstrong, and so I was always in Statesboro because I had a boyfriend. Oh. My parents didn't know <laughs> I was going to Statesboro every weekend, but, you know, you know, we... You know, we and your mom out. hears this episode, she'll know. Um, I mean, they, I mean, they found out. They checked my well, bank accounts, so you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I know about Statesboro. <laughs> oh good, because I and, when I tell people, they're like, "Where?" And I'm like, "You know, Georgia Southern." And they're like, "Oh yeah, I know Georgia Southern." I'm like, "Okay, that's Statesboro, same place." <laughs> <laughs> There's not too many of us that are like born in the state and still in the state. You know, this is such a transplant area, so. I'm happy that we have another Georgia Peach. Well, Tania, you don't count. Never mind. Well, it's two of us. You're from Florida. I mean, I moved here when I was five. Okay. You know, so I kind of feel like I'm, you know. She's included. She's with the family. I'm included. (laughs) She's not with the oranges. She a peach now. (laughs) You're helping her out. Okay. (laughs) Ashley's a hater. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so we're happy that you're on the show. Like I said, um, we're definitely going to dive into like you and creating Bright Navy and like the representation that you've brought to, you know, part of our community that is not frequently seen, frequently heard, especially in the wedding media space. So, um, but before we dive into all that, just to give our listeners like a little sneak peek. So when did you start Bright Navy? So I started Bright Navy January. I actually wrote it down in December of 2018, the end of December, but I officially like wrote the name down January 28th of 2019. Wow. That's good. That's what, two plus years. Yes, we are going into year three. That's amazing. That's amazing. We're going to get into all of that. But first, we're going to start with a game of this or that. Listeners, y'all know it's a game we play every week where we pick between one option or the other and explain why. So Ty, you will be our starter and Woo! you'll go first. <laughs> then Tania will respond. Then I'll respond as we circle back. We do quick four quick rounds. So just to kind of stick our toe in the pool, ceremony in a garden or ceremony on a rooftop. 
Definitely ceremony in a garden. I'm a flower girl, so mm. I love flowers. <laughs> okay, Tania. I think I'm going to go with the rooftop. Yeah. Why? Yeah. I think it's different in a sense. Granted, everyone here in Atlanta, like they always have like a rooftop, you know, type ceremony. Do but they? Not everyone, but, okay. but you know. We got to send you back to Florida. You messing up. <laughs> Because I'm like, how many the one venue that like a lot of people go to, um, Peace Tree. Oh, the Peace Tree Club. Yeah, and I, I'm, and like, I really, really like that venue. Um, but it's just that everyone goes there. So, but anyways, yeah, rooftop. Okay, you could have said the Ventanas because you know they got an outside. True. But anyway, True. okay. But yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Sure. That's why. Yeah, I I don't know. I would. Mm, I don't like outdoor weddings, like for myself. So neither one of these would be what I would want. So I don't know. I don't have anything. All right, round two. How about okay? So would you prefer to add their last name to your name or create a new last name with both of your last names? I am definitely for joint names. Like okay. bring it over here. You know, we can we can change together, especially the dynamics and what we do. So <laughs> change together. Love it. All right. Tania, what about you? Uh I'll just add the name on to mine. Yeah. That's what you were thinking about doing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would probably create a new last name because my husband's dad is adopted. So I feel like, you know, it, it could, you know, give us room and kind of permission to create our own instead of just taking on the adopted side. Not to say that like he didn't like his adopted, you know, like his grandparents or whatever, but it's, it's fine for us to create our own. I like that idea. I don't know how we could have done that. Coffee, Whitfy, no girl. <laughs> we would have had to just come up with something new altogether. Um, okay, what about? Would you prefer to have your wedding party in a pantsuit or wedding party in a jumpsuit? Mmm, this is that's a tough one. I'm definitely down for a tailored pantsuit though. Okay. I think that'll be nice, especially if you do it right. Not looking like court. <laughs> you know how that you one know, court aesthetic. Tea, like all the curves, everything. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Tania, what about you? Well, you know, I'm a jumpsuit girl. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm going to include a jumpsuit. I'm actually like looking at bridesmaid dresses but I'm going to include a jumpsuit in there as well, just in case, you know, anyone wants to, you know, step outside the box. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, it would depend on a lot of things. I think for me, if I choose pantsuit or jumpsuit, um, I would probably do pantsuit because that would probably be easier to go with multiple shapes. Whereas I feel like jumpsuits are only for like certain shapes, you know? And if everybody's in the same, like, it'll probably look better for everybody to be in a pantsuit. But sometimes, like, that jumpsuit be extra baggy in a crotch. Well, I mean, you got to get it altered anyway. <laughs> I just don't want anybody looking frumpy, you know? Like, they're going to be in the photos, too. So, okay. Um, all right. So, the final round. 
would you prefer to have a joint wedding party brunch or would you prefer to have a joint bachelorette? Who, neither, because we already <laughs> are going to be married forever. <laughs> We're going to be sharing, you know, friends forever. I think in those moments, I'm very like tradition, like, let me have a bachelorette party with my crew. You have a bachelorette party with your crew. <laughs> and, you know, everything's separate. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, Sania. So I'm going to go with the joint wedding brunch wait you did say wedding brunch the wedding party brunch wedding party brunch mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna go with the joint wedding party brunch because i love brunch and <laughs> i think it would be cool but we definitely not gonna do the bachelorette like i'm not or like the bachelor bachelorette party Mm-mm, we're gonna separate those okay. i need my time i like my space my time so yeah okay how about you yeah, I think I'm with y'all. Uh, I would maybe lean more towards the brunch than anything because I don't want to have to share, you know, like your bachelorette is supposed to be like you doing whatever you want to do without any judgment, any questions. Not to say that like I would be completely ratchet or anything, but he don't need to be there. You know, like your partner doesn't have to be everywhere with you. So, yeah. That's that. (laughs) So we're going to dive into these questions now. Our episode today is mostly talking about like Black lesbians have been not included as much as white lesbians, as much as like cisgender couples, as much as like hetero couples in the media. Like we created this show to talk about black weddings and we i mean even us we're going into like we're wrapping up our second year and we're just now having a conversation about black lesbians you know like as part of and not to say that we had to carve out an entire episode to talk about lesbians or you know like the gay community in terms of like weddings has been mentioned before on this up in the show but we haven't even done the job we could have been doing, to be completely honest, about including and showing and having that representation within the Black wedding space that we're even trying to create. So we're so happy to have you on here. Um, talk through some things that maybe some people are asking themselves. Maybe they're afraid to talk about. Maybe it's just stuff they don't know. We're going to dive into these questions. I'm going to kick it off. So. And I was kind of thinking more of like entertainment wise or like film and TV and things like that. But like what notable representation of like gay or lesbian couples um, that you've seen either on TV or just as celebrities like growing up that have had an impact on you? Um, I don't think I ever really saw that growing up, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um I think the closest to me even seeing someone that was like a more masculine representing woman was Queen Latifah and set it off. And I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. okay. That was pretty much the only time I had ever seen two two women together um, that I could honestly remember that they let be on, you know, media. I mean, I haven't seen any other big couples. I know Lena Waithe is just another big person that I see paving the way, but of course she's not in a, in a relationship at the moment, but 
right? Yeah, it's not really, it's not really much you can really see it besides to me, the people I post are the people that I see now because I didn't see, I never saw what I wanted to see years and years ago. Even when it became legal to get married to women, you still weren't, you weren't seeing it on social media. So that's true. And I was even like, as I was coming up with the question, I was thinking to myself, I don't really remember much but beyond like Cleone set it off too, that I could like that really just stuck out more so now. Yes. Um, there, you know, you see the representation a little bit more, but not in the nineties, not in the two thousands. Um, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> so before, uh, Tania, you asked your question, can you explain to the listeners that don't know what is Brad Navy? So we blog Miss and Miss Weddings, um, Mm -hmm. and we also create modern looks, gifts, and apparels for before and after your wedding. So whether you just need something for a little event or you're proposing or you already married and you have children, like we wanted to create a store or an online store and a physical store that you can just walk into and you can get gifts that represent our type of love. Um, A lot of times you can't just walk into Michael's and get a Miss and Miss um, product you have to buy it separate so you end up with two items and you only needed one and so that's pretty much what we are <laughs> we're that one-stop shop and where you can get certain things that you're not gonna be able to get and we can't wait to get bigger <laughs> so that we trumple etsy and everything goes <laughs> it's coming <laughs> right so while we're on that topic what led you to start bright navy so <laughs> Um, what was so crazy was I was engaged and got engaged in Italy, best engagement I ever had in my life. And, um, I actually got (laughs) dumped in December, the December before I launched Broad Navy. Um, I had the worst heartbreak of my life, but I love weddings. And so at the time I was going to all these wedding expos before the breakup, I was like, every time I would go to wedding expos. They'd be like, where's the groom? And I'm like, where's the groom? Like, it's it's 2019. Like, I mean, 2018. Right. Like, y'all know, like, we're up to speed. And so a lot of my friends at the time were getting married. A lot of them didn't really, know. they just kept saying, oh, I'm going on Etsy to get my stuff or I'm going here to get my stuff. Um, and so I had a, I have a degree in graphic design. So I knew I didn't want to brand people. And so I was like, shoot, I already made shirts already for another company that I I had launched. So I was like, maybe I could just do bachelorette t-shirts and all this stuff for couples of the same sex. And so it kind of just started off from heartbreak, seeing my friends get married. They couldn't really find the products they needed and just literally just building my presence um, online was the initiative of me just like growing as fast as I grew. Like I literally just kept telling people, this is my idea. This is what I want to do. And so yeah but not having representation when you go to wedding expos not really knowing what vendors to go to not really knowing what wedding planners to talk to was my main reason of why I was like okay this is an open market like why is nobody helping us like why you want our money but you're not really helping us you're not giving us value so there you have it true love navy code bride navy (laughs) (laughs) okay okay you closed the gap that Basically, you saw. Yeah. You created an, a niche or a niche for yourself, basically. Yes. Right. What are the misconceptions with lesbian weddings? Um, people are 
people it's a misconception of lesbians period i think people are just so confused as if they think that okay when they go to a lesbian wedding that it's going to be something so different from a traditional wedding don't get me wrong not everybody is going to get married in a church because not all churches are going to allow that to happen but yeah people just don't understand a lot of things i think they don't think they think that because we're gay or lesbians or queer that we just do everything different but i'm like my label doesn't define who I am. I'm still a regular human being. I still want the same thing. My love is no different from your love. I just happen to love someone of the same sex. Yeah, this is not the L word. We know we got schools <laughs> out there. This isn't the L word. This is our real life. This is our day-to-day lives. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> crazy. Um, but going back to you and Bright Navy. So, like, since you've started it. What changes have you noticed just in the last few years within the industry at all? <laughs> if anything. <laughs> I think what I'm seeing now, honestly, I'm always big on like people always watching. You never know who's watching you. Um, because I know people are watching my page. Um, I think I posed a question about like how many magazines have ever featured a black lesbian couple on the cover. And then all of a sudden, I started seeing like people post it. I'm like, oh, we're getting covers now. <laughs> and it was, it's still not, it's again, it's still people of color are not getting covers like that. Mm-hmm. It's of course, white people, like white couples, um, other people, <laughs> gay men are getting the covers. But I Googled how many <laughs> magazines have ever had a gay couple on their cover. And it's, it's literally until this year, there had never been besides um no there had never been no one on the cover there had been in 2010 a couple featured inside of a magazine for an interview but never on the cover so there's no there aren't any changes i'm literally by myself (laughs) in this industry because there's so much people don't collaborate they compete there's no there's room for everybody but people don't collaborate and i feel like right now if bigger brands teamed up with me like this would be amazing for sure Wow, I never even really noticed yeah. that, to be honest. But now that you say that, like, you're right. Like, I, like, I've never seen that, you know. I think Black men get more shine than Black women. Right. In this mm-hmm. space, at least. So. And I was just even thinking back to, was it in an article or was it, you know, sometimes, like, you'll see a good... Like, was it a photo shoot that was just online or was it in a magazine? But I was thinking, so going back to Lena Waithe a few years ago when she was like, it was her and her girlfriend at the time. And Mm -hmm. I think they were like in their apartment and the photos were just beautiful because I mean, it's just like the photographer was great. It's a couple in love. Like it, it spoke louder than it really, it's sad to say that like, this is still a conversation that we have to have. Like even earlier this week, I mean, granted, he's white, but like the player for the Raiders that came out and it was such a thing that like all the like sports media that I follow, journalists, blah, 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 just talking about it over and over and over and over. And it's like essentially what he said, even in that piece rings true. It's like, why at one point this will not be news. (laughs) It's not going to be like a ground shaking ground, like earth breaking type of like thing where like, yes, someone comes he doesn't even have to come out like it would just be oh okay whatever like all right. yeah 
yeah where where are you gonna eat on thursday like whatever yeah now even just thinking back to even like the big publications that you know the big wedding publications that we all know and follow and all of those names they'll change their logo on in june to rainbow but they're not gonna put somebody on the cover or you know like they'll throw up a photo for instagram real quick but even still like you're saying it's probably a gay couple like a white gay couple so and what people have to remember is that we're more it's more than a month like this our lives are more than a month like june is just like black history our lives are more than a month just like june our lives are more it's more than a month so just because you throw up rainbows and stuff like that we still have stuff we have to take care of after june (laughs) like there's still laws that have not been passed like we we still have a long ways to go and i think people just think oh my god i'm being supportive what (laughs) they're on a few hundred thousand or you know twenty thousand or whatever towards a an organization is good, but also don't just do it once a month, continue to show the support all year round. So kind of switching lanes a little bit and, at, and you would know, cause you were planning your wedding at one point, but like, how hard is it to plan a wedding as either like a gay couple, lesbian couple, queer couple? Because I even think back, of course, we all know uh, the like controversy some years ago or whatever with like the baker that didn't want to like, make the cake or whatever. But I mean, hopefully I would imagine and hope that in 2021, things are a little bit better, but honestly, are they? No, Mm. (laughs) I get the messages all the time. Um, That's again, another reason why I'm like, dang, I feel like I need to talk more on my page. I actually feel like I want to advocate more, but it's just like, I'll know my time when it's my time (laughs) to do all that. But Mm -hmm. no, I mean, you have vendors, you have photographers, you have DJs, you have people that won't cater to same-sex couples, period. They still won't. It's 2021. They'll say that they are uh, LGBTQ friendly, but they're not. They just want the money. Mm. Most of them don't know the pronouns. They don't know how to address a masculine representing woman who may not want to be bruh or may not want to be called a stud. I feel like at the end of the day, we're still women. Our clothes do not define who who we are or our sexuality. So it's a lot of work. (laughs) It's like pulling back a bandaid that people just keep slamming back down. So nothing's changed. They just are more quiet because social media amplifies when things go wrong in the back end. So basically that answers our next question. Like how easy is it to find, you know, inclusive vendors, you know, just in general? Um, they're there. I think most of the vendors that I post, typically, again, I would hope <laughs> since I'm posting them that they are uh, gay friendly, but you just never know. Um, again, money talks. People sometimes just put aside their values. Um, but I give my, I tell my Navy gang, like, ask questions, like make a list, like make sure this is what you want for your special day. Cause you only get married once, like make sure they really represent who you are and your, your family and your values and morals and all that stuff. But it's not easy. Cause I mean, I do this all day, every day. I pretty much know the wedding planners that represent the LGBTQ community to the T, like the ones that I would rep, like for people of color, the ones I would recommend I, out of drop of a dime, I'd be like, yes, go her, <laughs> go to her, mm-hmm. please go to her. <laughs> so, yeah. 
it's still hard. <laughs> mm. So what about families? Like are families more so now becoming more accepting, thinking back to like, what was it? Not necessarily it was last year, but a few years ago with of course, like Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union and like just the support they've had for their daughter. Like, are you seeing the change there as well? Or is it something where, you know, it's like the, the thing that parents aren't addressing, you know, it's like the elephant in the room type of thing. Like, I love you. I know you're going to bring that girl around, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to go there. Um, um, I would say different strokes for different folks. Everybody's yeah. family is a little different. I know my mom, it took her. She just now, I'm like, I'm 30, about to be 31. My mom is just now saying, oh, okay. Like, and I came out, <laughs> I came out in 2009, 2010. Mm-hmm. And so my mom for the longest, she's like, you bring your friends? You bring your friend over? Um, so not everybody's still okay. I think, again, society has changed. Social media has been presented. So a lot of times parents just like, oh, let me not, you know, they don't really want to say too much or they maybe their child may not come around a mm. lot. But I mean, I had family members that still was like, oh, you're going through a phase. I was like, a phase? Sis, it's been years, okay? It's yeah. been years before I came out. It's right. just the struggle of coming out in a in a family that's so deeply rooted in the church it's hard to be like hey girl (laughs) I like Sally I like Tanisha you know they're not gonna be like oh that's great bring them to the cookout that ain't gonna happen (laughs) I'm hoping that this generation like of us becoming like parents and whatnot will make the next generation not have to go through those pain points what were you gonna say to me in my bed No, I was just going to say, you know, but then also coming from a smaller town, you know, like like a smaller rural town at that, you know, I mean, it's a little bit more tough, you know, however, you know, moving to a bigger city, you know, like seeing it all the time, it's in your face, you know, a lot more, you know, maybe it will become like a little bit more accepting, but, you know, but the smaller rural towns, yeah, I mean, I can only imagine like how tough it was. Um, and how tough it still is, you know, so yes. coming definitely coming from a small town, especially my town. <laughs> like everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows your mama. Everybody knows the church. You know, the pastors, yeah. you know, everybody. Mm-hmm. So when I did move to Atlanta, I was like, oh, my goodness, <laughs> I can I can fly with rainbows everywhere. I can be gay in public. I can hold a girl hand and not worry mm-hmm. about people staring. But so crazy. Even when I go home. I'm still more conservative. I still don't like, because you know, your life is still in danger. Not everybody's still like people. So you still have to be careful about where you are and make sure you're paying attention about where you are. Cause some people still like, "Mm -mm, that's not happening. Um, So this, (laughs) now wrote, this is an obvious question, but how can straight cisgendered people show up for their cousins, their sisters, their family, their coworkers, anybody they know, uh, but that's basically in love. They're getting married, like basically. And I wrote like, this is obvious because I'm like, just be a, a good person. But 
how how do we how do how do straight people how do we become better allies how do we become better advocates and be because i don't think that change can really occur unless there are more heterosexual people realizing their privilege and the fact that we can eventually create that change in one way form or fashion so what can we do it to me it just starts with the ed- educating yourself like really educating yourself really talking to someone who is getting married who is who has been married who is dating someone of the same sex you it starts with education because you can't really change your mindset or really understand if you're not properly educated on who we are. Although we're, again, we're just like you, we just choose to love someone that looks like us, but it starts with the education. It starts with being more open-minded and understanding that religion, religion is religion and love is love. Like, although people try to mesh it all together and make it a big thing, you have to understand people choose, you can't, sometimes you can't choose who you love. I'm not saying some people just choose this lifestyle just for, you know, whatever they're going through. But this is my life. This has been my life since I was in the fourth grade. I knew who I was a long time ago. <laughs> so, you know, you just have to educate yourself. I want to piggyback off that before you ask Tania. So for some that feel like, well, now this is a twofold question I just thought of. Okay. So for some that like, okay, that do want to educate themselves, where can they go? Like what resources are readily available so they're not like you know asking the one gay friend they have or the one gay person they know and basing everything off of that you know everybody says google but no (laughs) (laughs) i think uh depending on the question like go i mean google a website that is for miss and miss google a website that's for mr and mr google websites that uh talk about two mom families heck there's a plenty platforms that talk about two mom families my platform we do blogs all the time like you just have to find the sources and again if you really want to know something you're going to look hard for it okay so what advice do you have for a couple that just got engaged and doesn't know where to start i just it's so crazy i just answered this question on my live uh the other day i told people when you first get engaged don't worry about your bridesmaids don't worry about your family don't worry about none of that you need to be choosing your date from your date you could choose your venue after that, you just start, okay, let's talk about finances. Like, mm-hmm. let's make a budget and let's stick to the budget. Let's, you know, it, it just starts, but it really starts with a date because you can't really book a venue. You can't really decide on that until you have a date. Um, once you do that, then you just start planning. I also told people, if you're not good at planning and you know that this stress is going to probably may cause some big arguments in your relationship, get a wedding planner. <laughs> That's what they're here for. Right. So you don't have to talk to your spouse about weddings all day long. I'm sure your significant other does not want to see 50 million dresses and wedding videos for a year, six months to a year while you're planning. Like, get pay somebody. <laughs> Very good advice. He's going through that right now. Yes, yes. <laughs> I don't even like talking about it because it just, like, it just has me going back. Uh, yeah no, yeah anyways let's move on <laughs> well that was our last question i mean i'm thinking of i have plenty more but i'm also trying to respect your 45 minutes and 
I feel like we could bring you back and ask you, like, have another round or we just have you back and we're just like, you're just you're you're just a guest. We're talking about a wedding topic, whatever. Um, I will be honored. Bring me back, girls. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good, good. For real, if I email you tomorrow, <laughs> but <laughs> hey, I'm booked up. But <laughs> <laughs> was there anything that we did not cover or did not mention that you really do want us to like talk on real quick? Because still trying to respect your time, but also just because I know there may be people listening that may need to hear something you have to say i say for everyone that tags all these other major bridal brands and magazines challenge them challenge Mm -hmm. them and ask them why why am i tagging you you're not reposting why isn't there other spaces for us why hasn't there been a shift like ask them those questions and see what answers you get and they may not even respond but it's all about challenging the narrative change doesn't happen if we don't speak up and we don't make our voices heard. Very true. Well, Ty, thank you for that. Um, thank you for answering our questions. I feel like we didn't even like really crack the surface, but hopefully this was a good start at least moving forward. Like I'm going to do better and hopefully that helps somebody else do better. Or if anything, it allows just like the representation part is big. Um, what vendors we shouting out though? <laughs> I'm just shouting out me. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, vendors, Atlanta Wedding Planner. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Tori Williams Events, amazing. Um, shoot, Andre Brown's dope photographer. Shot by MK, dope photographer. Oh my God, it's so many people. But I'm going to shout out me because it's about me. Uh, (laughs) Just in case y'all didn't know, because I know people get confused. Bride Navy is by True Love Navy Co., which is a a branch under our umbrella. So True Love Navy Co. is the family. Okay. And then Bride Navy and Mommy Navy fall fall underneath that um, umbrella. So True Love Navy Co. is our gift shop. Um, We are doing some big improvements, major changes, um, you guys are really going to see what I can do uh, behind the scenes. And so trueloveneamyco.com. I saw your lingerie partnership not too long ago. I was like, yes, oh that God. was um, super dope. Um, privacy Intimates. Girl, I got you. I remember. I that. like that name. <laughs> She's super intimate. dope. She's actually here in Atlanta. Um, she looked for me. Uh, she found she was asking who was the owner of Broad Navy because I don't uh, typically have my name in the bio anymore, mm-hmm. obviously. And um, so she found me. She was like, let's give away some free stuff, which was good because so many couples, you know, it all ties into everything. And so mm-hmm. that was a really good thing. And I'm looking forward to doing more things like that um, for our brides and wives and moms to their mm-hmm. audience. So. Yeah, girl, we could talk all day. Y'all don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley, who would you like to shout out this week? The vendor I'm going to shout out today is Gabrielle Steele with Steele Unique Weddings and Events. Gabrielle services the Southeast, more specifically Birmingham, Alabama, Atlanta, Georgia, Jacksonville, Florida, and Charleston, South Carolina. If you're in need of a wedding or event planner, head to Alabama Wedding Planner on Instagram or go to steel, S-T-E-E-L-E, unique.com for more information. 
Who are you shouting out, Tania? Yes, this week I would like to shout out Bella Lux Bouquets. She is Atlanta's number one faux florist. So if you do not enjoy real flowers, and if you want to, you know, invest in faux flowers that will, you know, live forever, definitely look her up. Bella Lux Bouquets. She's located here in Atlanta. However, she will ship your flowers right to you. So no matter where you are, definitely look her up. She does a really good job putting her bouquets together. You know, I'm never, you know, at first I really thought that the flowers were real, um, but they are faux. So um, definitely look her up. Uh, she has some deals on her website. So Bella Lux Bouquets on IG, and she can be found on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. That's it. Okay, okay. Now, where can folks find us? Yeah, so you can find us on qidu.com. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, Facebook. And you can find Ashley at Demitosh on Instagram. And you can find me at Belsori on Instagram. Oh, and Ashley's on Twitter. I'm barely there. But yeah, you can find us. And if you don't know... Uh, where to look just go to huid.com and you can find both the both of us that's true and if you follow me on twitter you have to request because my page is private <laughs> oh so uh yeah and it will never be open again hmm. but um that's not sad at all oh i know <laughs> okay cool. well, all right thank you so much for having me just nice yes thank you thank you thank yes you. thank you again if you've made it this far like i ask every week please please friends head to apple Podcasts and give us a little review oh thank you so sweet have a good one see you next week bye <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't stand you at all. <laughs>